This is part three of Death by Pod, smaller scares, and our 2020 look forward to. Well, we've been looking forward to what's been coming out, what's going to be coming out in 2020. Some good, some, frankly, not quite very good. So this is the end of our look rundown now. So uh, without any further, let's get into it. What's the last few films we're talking about coming out? Let's do it. The next one, probably got a bit more to say about. Yeah, The Invisible Man. Coming out, <laughs> invisible bet. Coming out February twenty eighth, and we watched a trailer. It's the Invisible Man. Queen song in my head. It's got um, handmaids in it. So Cecilia's making a run for it with a knife. Oh, that shot was very sleeping with the enemy when she's running away from the house. Oh, God, he's at the window. Oh, he's nuts. The guy talks very much like this. And he's a Terminator as well. Chases after the car. Oh, she's got to be mentally competent. I got five million dollars. I got five million dollars. Bloomhouse again. Bloomhouse are a prolific. Oh, someone else is breathing behind you, Elizabeth Moss. Oh. I wonder how they're going to pull off an invisible man and make it look good. It's the worst thing, isn't it? Like an abuser who's invisible. Can't breathe all the time. Oh. Okay, so we're getting. There's a handprint in the shower. Someone's sitting in that chair. So Elizabeth Moss is going to have a breakdown of this film. She does seem pretty mental. I've got to give it to her. Nice house. That whole house is so sleeping with the enemy. I have a pile of ashes in the box that disagree with you. That would be a shit conversation. Uh... Floating iPhone. She's being gaslit from beyond the grave. Mm. Brutal. We just capped someone. So I'm glad this is in, in the monster dark universe anymore. Oh man, this looks really, really uncomfortable. Ooh. Oh, it's a shame that they just showed us the ending. <laughs> oh, well, that's definitely one to watch. That looks quite good. Happy with that. That wasn't the worst trailer I've seen. Certainly not out of the bunch. It looks okay. I get it. Looked, it looks weird, but weird in a good way. So, uh, yeah, intrigued by it. There it is. That's what he did. That's what I thought about it. Gosh. It's directed by Lee. How do you say his last name? Is it One L? I like this guy. I I follow him on Twitter. Um, he just seems like a really nice guy. To be honest, you're going to tell me yeah. that he's like a. Is he hasn't done anything, has he? No, he's not. No, he's fine. He's fine. Um, he did Insidious Chapter Three and Upgrade, which was a film that I just thought was absolutely amazing. It was oddly enough that was like the, that was like the alt Venom, wasn't it? Upgrade or like the better Venom, if we're going to be honest. But it was That's like bloke who looks exactly like Tom Hardy in it. Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I Logan Marshall Green, what his name is. Yeah. He's nice. I like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's got uh, Elizabeth Moss, who I found out the other day is a total Scientologist, which really upset me. Um, but I was I was really happy about the fact that she was in it, though, because um, she, she's so good at, like, being upset and being mm-hmm. hurt. Like, I think just being on The Handmaid for all this time has just really prepped her for this role. <laughs> yeah. um, 
You liked the look of this one, though, didn't you, mate? Oh, I did. It was this one that spoiled the ending, though. Yes, that's right. That's so we. I should say that now, actually. If you, if you like the idea of a woman being abused by an invisible man, don't watch the fucking trailer because it will tell you how it ends, or at least how she kills him, which is a little bit, a little bit upsetting. Um, it looks a lot like, isn't there? Wasn't there a film called Hollow Man? Was it Patrick? Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, Patrick Bateman. I was like, the Patrick Bateman, Kevin Bacon? Yeah. <laughs> one's American real, one's psycho. not. Um, <laughs> 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 Definitely the bacon. Definitely the bacon. Yeah, and he like he he goes invisible and then he goes a bit nuts, doesn't he? And he starts, yeah. like, starts looking at women in the shower and murdering people. And it looks like a with sunglasses on. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> Okay. Nobody can see me. Um, yeah, I think this looked quite good as well. Actually, this looks better than I thought it was going to be. To be fair, I thought it was going to be a bit plop. It's because it's meant to be part of the dark universe, which is now obviously defunct, thanks to Tom Cruise's The Mummy, which starred Annabelle Wallace. Because that was so sh- ass and was not even a horror film; it was more action film. This was meant to be part of that universe, and I still wish they'd brought back like a horror cinematic universe type thing. I would have quite liked the old classics, like The Invisible Man, the thing that looks in the swamp of it's called, and all that good stuff. Um, I thought it was... Hasn't that, that's been made into a TV show. Yes, it has, and then they um, cancelled it after one episode. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know why, fun. but they did. Mm. A lot of well. people seem to really like that first episode too, but um, <laughs> I thought it was actually quite good, this trailer. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was, re- I was really chuffed with it. Really chuffed. I thought that it had all the right, and it it had so much sleeping with the enemy vibes. It was unbelievable, like to the point mm-hmm. where their house is like basically the same house as sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, maybe it is the same house. Maybe it is the same house. Whoa. You Let's wouldn't want to live there with your husband, would you? <laughs> no, tweet one L and find out. So like Lee, Lee. Yeah, Mr. Ronell. Mr. Ronell. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they're going to have effectively like an invisible, well, it is not effective, it is an invisible scary entity, how they're going to do that. Because in the trailer, they show him by its breath, which I thought was quite a cool way of um, announcing its presence. But how they're going to have something which isn't there be scary. And I know people say, oh, well, the scarier things are the ones you can't see. This is literally an invisible person who is there, but you just can't see them. So I wonder how many times they're going to do that before they resort to putting sunglasses on him. So um, the psychological element could be great, I think, if they pull it off well, because you mentioned in the reaction that Elizabeth, Elizabeth and I mentioned but Elizabeth Moss basically has a breakdown. She's really good at that. So I think that side of it is going to be good. It's how they pull off the actual making the invisible man himself a frightening antagonist. But then when you look at horror films like um, The Entity, which had the invisible rapist ghost, that was the, they did some pretty um, yeah. creative things with that, from what <laughs> I remember. Uh, yes, uh, I don't think they're going to go quite that far here. I don't think they're going to go that far. Um, but true, though, yeah. Put a sheet on his head. Yeah. Oh, there could, there, there could be like a, an unfortunate paint incident. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Someone spills a drink. What about if someone so if someone's like creosote in their fence with that wrong seal like spray invisible That's what man it says in the tin. there yeah walks he... in front of it and it's like oh shit now this this, oh, this, no. this varnish has, it's got like a ten year guarantee yeah <laughs> it's never gonna come off 
Or like, you know, like he'll, he'll be stood like watching her and a bus will go past and splash him and it'll be all muddy. She's like, oh, he is, he's the invisible man. He's visible now. No, it, it does look really scary. I am the visible man. Yeah, I think every time I hear this, it makes me want to sing Queen. When I watch this, I think it looks great, but there's always that potential. Like you mentioned, because they pretty much potentially ballsed up the ending, shows what happened, by doing that, if they played their cards and to say to basically say, please come and see this film, this is what you're going to get. Also, this is what happens in the end. To kind of like lure people in, is that because it's not very good? Or, or if it's, a, it's a bluff and that's not how it ends. Yeah, I mean, there's no guarantee that is how it ends, but it seems that way. I don't think she's going to get any of his fortune, though. I think it's going to end up where she's in a mental home. And then, I like, agree. You know, like, and then like um, someone will like breathe on the mirror or something. Yeah, then, then, then it will be it will set up. Maybe there could be a sequel going on here. Uh, Storm reading this, who was in the quite naff A Wrinkle in Time, but I like to. Say, I'm looking forward to seeing her taken from that film into a completely different setting and a different vibe completely. So looking forward to that. But no, I'm uh, I'm, I'm looking forward. It comes out in a month's time, so we haven't got long to wait. I think this could be quite, this could be quite good. I lean to the fact that I think it may be better than I'm thinking it would be based on I was surprised by the trailer. Yeah, no, I think I'm really really looking forward to it. Um, Hopefully, it, it ends as well as it begins. Um, this next one is probably one of the more anticipated mo- movies in general of 2020. Shh. And that's... A, yeah, don't say it. it quietly. <laughs> um, a Quiet Place 2, coming out March the 20th, 2020. And we watched the trailer. Day one. Day one. This is set immediately after the first film. Then. So what, is this like a prequel? Probably not necessary, really, because I like the fact that nothing was explained in A Quiet Place. People have obviously ignored the fact that they've got to be quiet because they're running, screaming through the streets. It's not okay. We already know that it's not okay. Oh, oh alien things. Oh, there it is. Oh, there's that bad boy alien. In in broad daylight as well. This is a great shot from over the shoulder of Emily Blunt, just driving through this madness. Oh, bus, bus, reverse from the bus. Jeez. <laughs> oh, 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 something's, some arms has come out of that truck. Oh, you're in trouble now. I mean, I guess it would be nice to get some context, but I did really like the fact that we just didn't know what was going on. This is more, this is what we come to expect, walking very quietly across the sand. Baby's very cool. Oh, so the baby that she's got is the little boy that gets proper brucked in the <laughs> first one. Emily Blunt's hot. Oh, she's tripped a wire and lots of bottles have fallen down. Yeah, run for your arse in oh, Jesus. Who was just watching them? Someone's <gasps> got them. Who's that? What a peaky blinder. Oh. oh. Interested to see how these aliens look in better light. Poor little Bubba. Hmm. Well, so how? Who's Cillian Murphy supposed to be? Was he in the original one? I can't remember. Cillian Murphy is possibly going to be a bad guy. Hmm. I'm not sure about that. I don't think it's hmm. going to be very good. I like the first film. I think this looks good. I just hope they don't try to go too big and too wild and kind of lose what made the first film so good. 
you know what? We missed a trick there. Our trailer reaction should have just been two minutes of silence. Just to really get yeah. in that character, just not say a word. Uh, quite director, um, I'm directed by John Krasinski, obviously, who did A Quiet Place. So very well as well. Emily Blunt's back. Um, so is Noah Duke, Millicent Simmons. Jiman Hunso, who seems to be in everything, who just turns up in this. Uh, Killian, Cillian Murphy as well. Well, Pete, you himself. What's going on this time? Because A Quiet Place um, had an open-ended ending, but it was still a fairly contained story. So what's going on? The Abbott family must uh, now face the terrors of the outside world as they fight for survival in silence. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realise that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that look beyond the sand path. Quiet Place. I liked A Quiet Place. I thought it was really good. I was one of those people who was terrified of eating popcorn in that film because I didn't realise just how silent it was. Krasinski directing this gives me a bit of hope that it's going to be good. The trailer was good. The dynamics with like the outside world, because now we get to see them interacting with these real shady-looking people in it. Like Killian Murphy's clearly going to be a bad guy. The, what worries me the most is I'm worried that it may go a bit too, bit too big. Like have like sequelitis, and whereas Quiet Place worked because it was small and isolated, I'm worried that they're going to try and be a bit too ambitious and spoil what made that first film so good. Hmm. Yeah, see, I, I didn't get from the trailer that, that, that it was set after the first one. I thought that it was a prequel for some reason. It, well, is it, it day one? I assume that meant day one after the events of A Quiet Place. Yeah, because it's weird because they're in a car and everyone's freaking out about the... Because it kind of shows, like, the monsters arriving. That's a good point. Uh, so I assumed that was, like, day one of all of this shit going on. But, Maybe that's a flashback. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, all I'm worried about is that because what I loved about the Quiet Place was that there's no context to anything. Yeah, you don't know in. where they are. You don't know why they have to be quiet. You don't know where these monsters have come from, and you don't even have to see them die at the end because you already know that it just it already it gives you everything that you need without giving you anything and i think that's yeah. brilliant because you can't then go oh well if the if they came down on this day then how did everyone else vote you know it's like no one cares um yeah. but i think my only worry with this is that they're going to give it too much of a story mm-hmm. and there's going to be too it looks like there's a lot more talking in this one um yes which I don't know. I'm I'm quite open to it though, really. Um, I'm willing to give it a go, but I feel like it's all of these kind of movies, you know, like the, the threats that lurk beyond the sand path. It's all going to be about how shit humans are. And to be honest, yeah. I already know that. Like I have <laughs> to get on the bus in London every day. I know how shit people are. I want to. I want to know more about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. I want to know more about these aliens and how they're so bad. I, 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 I hear, I hear that. I just want to find out. I just want to have a story like the first film. If they're going to do a sequel, have it a contained story. That I love just being with the Abbott family and how they deal with it, rather than like you just said, going out and finding these people who are affected and have gone. A different path who have gone, like essentially being driven mad or to violence or bringing out the worst of humanity. Because yes, of course that's going to happen. But I quite like this film, the first film, because it was we didn't see any of that. It's just how it affected this family in their location um, and the troubles they, the, the trials they faced because of it. Yeah, 
I'm just worried that's going to go too big. And like you say, by expanding the lore, the mythology, which is never a bad thing, but it is if it's not done well, or they go too far into it. And yeah, adding extra people isn't a problem, as long as the character is as good as they were in the first film. Yeah. I really did like those characters in the first film. And yeah, if it is it going to turn to be a cautionary tale about society? If so, the people who are going to watch that film are maybe not be going to see it for that. They're going to go and see it for those moments where you think, "Don't step on that nail again." Yeah, and she screams, and the and the and the alien monsters. That's where we're going to go. Um, got a shout out again, as I did in the trailer reaction. Emily Blunt is hot. Now yeah. I've said that. Back to the main part. Um, yes, yeah, so that's my main worry. That's going to go. Too big, and I'm vibing with you there. That if they explain too much and take away the mystery of what made the first film so intriguing, the Abbott family. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> but John Krasinski's directing it, which gives me all the faith in the world that it's going to be at least on par, or as good as the first one. If if it's as good as a Quiet Place. I'm fine with that. It doesn't have to blow it out of the water. I'm good with it being just as good as that and having two great films in this quiet place universe. Brilliant. I feel the same way. Next up, my man. Come to Daddy, which we don't we don't know when that's coming out. We don't know when, when we're going to come to Daddy. Um, we did watch a trailer. This is what we thought. Come to Daddy. Come to Daddy. Saban Films. Isn't that the Power Rangers geezers? Oh, Frodo's got a bowl cut. It's Frodo Baggins with a weird... Look at his hair. Look at that tash. Ooh. It was a haircut for the ages. Father-son reunion. Beer looks nice. This is starting a bit of a creep. Shouldn't have put oil with a steak. You oil the steak, not the pan. Hmm. This looks like it's going to be a really weird film. Boundlessly deranged. That's how people would describe Bloggy. Hmm. I wish I could react more to this trailer, but it's not really giving me much. Oh. Is a man taking a poo? <laughs> i got to take a crap. I'd prefer to say dump, but still... Yeah, I can already see what type of film this is. And this looks this looks wild. It's just going to be weird and disgusting. Who are these people? Oh, the dad's trying to kill him. Is that Elijah Wood battering someone with cling film? Hmm. Don't know about that one either. Yeah, different sides of the spectrum on this one, mate. Uh yeah. Yeah, I uh, don't know, it just looked weird, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like the fact that we both said, oh, look, there's Bilbo Baggins, Frodo Baggins sort of a stupid haircut. It's <laughs> the first thing we saw. It's like, I don't want to live in this world anymore with that haircut. That's a great film that was. Bowl cut Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> Ball Baggins. <laughs> this, to me, looks mental. It looks like a lot of fun, a horror comedy. I think it looks quite good. Basically, a bloke in his 30s, which is Elijah Wood, travels to a remote cabin to reconnect with, with his estranged father, directed by Ant Timpson, who's his uh, debut, I believe. I thought this looked like a lot of fun. It looked like one of those films, uh, it looked like a film which you probably could find straight on Netflix, like The Babysitter, but I liked that as well. I like the look of this. 
Mm. I do, I just it just yeah. I I don't know. I feel like I I just I don't like films that like get too weird. Mm-hmm. For the sake no, of, I hear that. For the sake of being weird, and I feel mm-hmm. like potentially this film is going to be weird for the sake of being weird, but um, it could also be really funny and really good. But I just yeah. don't think it's my cup of tea, unfortunately. Right. I think this could be. I think it might be more than that, but uh, I can see what you mean. Where it has the potential to just be weird for the sake of it. And but I'm up. I, I I really quite enjoyed this trailer, so I'm looking forward to when it comes out, seeing what we think about it once we've seen it to see if we're both on the same um, side side of the spectrum or if we've come to meet in the middle a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely TBC. TBC, just like the release date. Uh, we've got a few <laughs> more now. We've got no trailer reaction to these films because they're not out, so we can kind of blitz through these. Um, the first one that's coming out is uh, the Reckoning. No release date. Uh, directed by Neil Marshall, who did Dog Soldiers, The Descent, and the woefully bad Hellboy. Uh, Sean Pertwee's back in, uh, back on board with Neil Marshall, Charlotte Kirk, Stephen Bonnet, and Joe Anderson. It's a female-driven story, which caught my eye. It's set around witch hunts and the Great Plague of 1665 over here in Blighty. It follows a young woman haunted by the recent suicide of her husband, and she's falsely accused of being a witch by her jealous landlord, who's called Squire Pendleton, mm. after she rejects his creepy advances. Bugger all's known about this, basically, other than what I've just told you. I don't mind films about witch hunts, because it could give you a chance for some quite chilling stories. Like you mentioned in Gretel and Hansel, visually, it can look pretty chilling, Witches don't scare me like they like you mentioned, but atmospherically it could be quite good. I hope it comes out in October because it sounds like quite a good film for Halloween, but not much is known about it. So I I thought the synopsis sounded quite good. I hope Neil Marshall gets back to doing good horror films like Dog Soldiers and The Descent. Um, but and a female-driven story, all up for that. So what did you think from reading that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, obviously The Descent was pretty um, female-driven as well, and that, that was awesome. Say that. Um, yeah. So... And I, and I, I've said this for ages. Someone needs to do a horror story about the plague. I yeah. Think that if anyone has ever been to the London dungeons and been through the plague bit, oh, it's really creepy. It's, it's awful, read, isn't it? Yeah. Read enough about the plague as well. So like, oh, just imagine living in that shit. It would have been awful. So yeah, like witch hunts and the plague. Like, oh, suicide of your husband, Squire Pendleton. I'm there. Squire. I'm in there like swimwear. Oh, I like it. it. Sean Pertwee, Neil Marshall, Dog Soldiers. Yes, mm-hmm. all up for that. I watched Dog Soldiers every day and reminded me how good that film is. So The Reckoning uh, seems like we're both in, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, what Reckoning, was next, it's a good one. Uh, Candyman. Uh, right. Who are you looking for, Candyman, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes out soon. Soonish, June the 12th. Uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, who did Little Woods. Uh, we all know the plot of the Candyman, but for those that don't, he's a hook-handed bogeyman, as the synopsis so well puts it. And he spits out swarms of bees and haunts a housing project in Chicago. That's it. Oh, it's written by Jordan Peele? Yeah. And it's going to be a direct sequel to the original from 1990, which is awesome. So is it is it going to have that woman in it? That, you know, his girlfriend where he's like, Linda, isn't her name Linda? Oh, the one at the end. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, the one who becomes like Candy Woman. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it? I feel like her name was Linda. 
I think it was Linda, yeah. Was it actually? <laughs> I think I think it might have been good because yeah, she slices her her what abuser or husband, whatever husband, up the middle at the end, didn't she? Like slicing yeah. half. Because he doesn't, yeah. he, he leaves her to go to the mental home, doesn't he? That's right. Did you yeah. like the old Candyman? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I think you kind of had to be there, and I wasn't even thought about. Well, and actually, no, I was, but I was only one. People weren't yeah, thinking you about definitely thought about much. I don't know. <laughs> they're probably trying to yeah. think about me as much as possible i think even at you one were around instance, yeah i was around i definitely Poor wasn't bloody. watching Candyman. no direct sequel's gonna be quite cool they've pretty much the the other sequels farewell to the flesh which is a bad name and day of the dead have been thrown out like a filthy <laughs> shit-filled nappy basically which seems to be the thing now with these feel like Halloween's done that. Uh, there's another uh, franchise, forgive me, I can't remember what it is, but they've basically just ignored the, the subsequent sequels and has gone back to the original. Neil yeah. Blomkamp was going to do that with Alien. He's going to ignore basically three, four, and five, I think, and just have a sequel to Alien and Aliens. So there's this kind of like odd sort of trend in, on Vogue now just to piss on other people's work. But uh, Jordan Peele writes it. I like what Jordan Peele's given us so far. Obviously, he's, he's not doing anything else other than writing it. So, but... All for it. Tony Todd, the original Candyman, returning as well in some way, shape, or form. But oh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to a trailer more than more than anything now. I think. Thumbs up from us. And the last one, Bloggy Balboa, the organ donor. <laughs> well, oh, it sounds sinister, doesn't it? There's something really scary about people donating their organs. I hate the to word save organ. others. <laughs> Uh, May 15th, that one's going to come out. It's directed by Darren Lynn Boozman, Bousman, Boothman, 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 uh, who did Saw 2, 3, and 4. Uh, <laughs> and it is a oh, fucking hell. Oh, okay. It's going to serve as the ninth installment in the Saw franchise. So they've got the right guy to direct it. <laughs> yeah, written by Chris Rock. He's, he was written and apparently done quite a good job. Okay. Uh, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Rock, Max Minghella, and Marisol Nichols. I know, well, I don't know who the organ donor is going to be in this, but I'm assuming most of the people in it are going to end up losing <laughs> their organs. <laughs> Involuntary. Is it going to have, um, you know, ding, ding, what a bad game? Is it going to have... I don't know. Is it? Because, like, is it going to be... Is Jigsaw going to be mentioned? I mean... Tobin Bell's been in every Saw film so far. Is he going to be in it at all? Are they going to have Billy, Billy the little creepy puppet? I mean, how how can it... Because apparently, according to Lionsgate, this is part of the same universe. It's part of the... It connects to the other eight films. It's not, it's not a sequel to Jigsaw, and it's not a reboot of Saw. It's part of the same universe. So it's got to follow the same rules somehow. But I don't know. But I'm actually quite intrigued by this. Just for the... Just for Chris Rock... Working with Darren Lynn Boozman, who's obviously been so involved with Saw, and Samuel L. Jackson starring, plus the fact that I know bugger all about it. Yeah. I'm quite intrigued, but also, like I said, I hate the word organ, like internal organs. Ugh. But um, <laughs> I, don't know, it, I, I wasn't a fan of Jigsaw or most of the Saw films after the third one. So who knows what Chris Rock's going to do with this? He's not directing, he's writing yeah. it again, but he's, he's all over this. Well, hopefully, it's going to sort of give it a bit of a vuv up. And it will mm. it will go back to what what I'm waiting for is I I because I think the first saw was really shocking when that guy just gets up and you're like oh my god it's him like 
it would be, I want that again. So if Chris Rock can do something that makes me go, ah, then that'd be great. <laughs> no, I agree. We ain't got to find out for long to find out. So again, no trailer, no poster, no nothing apart from the fact that all we know is the ninth film in the Saw franchise. So yeah. Right, so before we end this then, it's probably I reckon it's fair to say that of the ten films or eleven films we've just spoken about there, it's a mixed bag. And for me, horror hasn't been like the mainstream horror has been a bit in the last few years i think mm. there's been some great indie horror films or unknown horror not unknown like lesser known horror films but the big offerings which is what most of these are have been a bit wishy-washy and just from our reaction we've all, we've both been a bit like mm, on some of them there's been a few which we've clearly looked forward to but what are you thinking overall then for 2020 in horror from what we've just gone through mate so it's it's weird because there doesn't seem to be that many like summer horrors, which is usually when that's true. The horror kind of like some good horrors come out summertime for some weird reason. I think probably because of Jaws and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it looks like we're running out of ideas, doesn't it? I mean, I'm, I say we as if I'm like me, me and all the, other the film directors and screen screenwriters. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the royal we. We're, it, there's, we're either remaking things, rehashing things, and the stuff that is original um, potentially isn't going to be very good. I mean, Antebellum. I think I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Conjuring Three just because I I can't not look forward to that. The Lodge. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that the Lodge was the one that was by Hammer. One I think of, it was. Yeah, I think the Lodge is sort of backed by Hammer, which would be really cool. Gretel and Hansel, I'm really looking forward to, and The Invisible Man. But other than that, there's not anything on here that's tickling my horror pickle. No. There's a couple of intriguing ones. Like you mentioned, I mean, Candyman, how, I mean, that could be quite a good come to daddy. Uh, that's not going to blow anyone's socks off in terms of like box office, but I think it could be quite good. A Quiet Place too. I'm looking forward to that. I just hope it doesn't be you know, like, the, uh, kind of not destroy but cheapen Killed the lily the first yeah yeah do that to the first film antebellum i'm with you on that that's the one i'm most intrigued about only because it is the only one that trailer that we watched which might literally made me think what the fuck is going on here and that's what i want um antlers for the hype and to see what it's all about the lodge i agree looked quite good as well so there are uh, there, there are a few films like fantasy island which i think not really bothered by that to be honest, mm. but a few, but um, you know, at least fifty percent of these films I'm quite looking forward to actually. And there's a few which I'll go and see just because they're on this list. But and there's yeah, like again a film like Fantasy Island, where maybe even like The Turning to an extent, where I'm a bit like I'll see it because we've mentioned it, mm. but I wouldn't rush out to see it. Well, I mean, there's probably loads of like wicked independent horror films coming out or or lower budget horror films which we haven't mentioned, which our listeners can tell us all about, which will be. The kind of films we want to see, original films which chill us and scare us. But um, if there are, let us know. But um, yeah, that's our rundown of 2020. Let us know what you think. If you agree with us, if you disagree with us, or if it's, like I say, if there's any we miss or any we should watch, any you want us to watch and touch out about, let us know. So um, yeah, that's what we think about 2020. Cautiously optimistic, I think is the best way to put it. Our next main show is going to be, as I mentioned, on the Under the Shadow show. We're talking the Evil Dead. The original and the remake, having a little chat, seeing a comparison about both of them on there. That's coming out real soon for you all. 
thank you again, Bloggy, for coming on and chatting the year that's going to be. No worries. Thanks for having me. No. Sorry I've been a Debbie Downer. <laughs> it's just what we've been given, mate, to be honest. I, <laughs> when we're going through it, I was thinking it as well that we may sound like we've been negative about these films, but only because, to be fair, we're fans of the genre. We do a bloody podcast about it. And you mentioned it, the pickles aren't being tickled. There's nothing in there which kind of makes you think that is a must-see film. Maybe that, it, maybe there will be a lower-budget film that is like going to come out and be that film we have to see. And let's not forget, films get announced all the time. This is just as of correct as of now. There might be a film that's released tomorrow, announced tomorrow that comes out in November, which will be the must-see the must horror of the year. We don't know that yet. But as of now, yeah... Slim pickings, kind of, but uh, still, I'm 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 hoping that all of those films are actually really good, and, we, and we've just been misled by synopsises and trailers. Yeah, yeah, I think they're all going to be masterpieces onto themselves. Yep, you've heard it here first from Bloggy. So, yeah. um, Bloggy, if they want to find you online, where can they? You can find me on Twitter at Bloggy Balboa, or you can Google Bloggy Balboa and find my blog, Bloggy Balboa. Check it out, Bloggy Balboa. All the blogging, all the Balboa you can handle. Uh, Whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. Search What I Watch Tonight Instagram and Twitter, and you'll be able to find everything I post on there. Alternatively, follow the show at Death by Pod, all one word, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Podchaser. Follow us on there. Engage with us. All our polls go up there. Audiograms. The shows go up there. Memes. Anything we find to be quite... Uh, titillating we'll put it up there so from me until next time thank you everybody for listening and see ya and from bloggy it's bye bye <laughs>